Welcome to Bitch Talk. Booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This time we're straight from the heart of the Western Edition, Nopa area, if you will. We are at the mill and we are at the fourth edition magazine launch of Whetstone with our good friend Steven Satterfield. Before we move on into the basic bitching, uh, don't forget to find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com as well as bff.fm. It's been a weekend, Ange. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired, but... Everyone can hear it in your voice, so it's fine. <laughs> it was your birthday. Karaoke. You know, there's something wrong with my vocal cords because I sing a few songs and then my voice goes... Huh. Yeah. You're like... Maybe that's old age. It's called old age. Add it to the list of things that are falling apart. Well, also, weren't you yelling at the horse races, maybe? Oh, I was rooting for horses. Yes. I was winning. <laughs> it's hard to win all the time, you know? You yeah. yelling. Okay. All right. It was SF Film was Fest, it. the end of SF Film Fest. You did some interviews. It was Angie's birthday. It was Easter. It was yeah. 420 all around the city. Oh, Jesus. It's fucking annoying. It was just... It was just one of those times. It was, it was it was a lot happening in uh, a full week. It was a full week into Angela's birthday. I think I slept all all afternoon yesterday after Good. Easter festivities. Yes. But I don't think it was enough. No, <laughs> no. You need a week off. Like I a legit week off. Normally like a that's vacation where you don't go Normally anywhere. my Saturday is like my catch up on everything like you know the fact that you only I only slept 3 hours a day for a week. But uh, in your life, <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have that on Saturday. I didn't have that Saturday, so I tried to do that Sunday, but I don't think it worked. <laughs> you have to start embracing the sleep, Char. You really have to. We're getting older. Your body needs it. I'm trying. Okay. I'm not trying. Well, I don't try hard, but I try. Okay. Well, Aaron tried to go home early on me on Saturday, and then that never happened. <laughs> uh, but we had a good. So I went home and ate a full meal. <laughs> That's Because I didn't eat the whole pasta dish. So as soon as we got home, I'm like, I'm fucking you hungry. Did pasta? you guys do a dinner? No, oh, I, I had steak and, and raviolis. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys did a, a dinner on Saturday? Yeah, it was like a... Because Aaron couldn't make it to my birthday right. on Sunday. And neither so. could your nephew. Yeah, so uh, we had dinner the night before. Nice. And, um, yeah, so we had an oh. <laughs> Italian dinner, and then what? We should talk about specs first. Oh, yeah, so we met up for happy hour at one of my favorite bars in my neighborhood, Specs. We probably talked about Specs before. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite? Our na- favorite bartender was there. Yeah, a nice Lucy. little dive bar. It's kind of hidden just enough. A very eclectic place. Um, you can go every day and still find something new on the wall yes. you haven't seen. Well, it was one of our favorite bartenders. Lucy was there, and uh, and it was really fun. But when we got into, uh, <laughs> there was a party of people there. They were all dressed. They had just come from a Game of Thrones party. Of course. And, uh, of course. So one of them was walking by the table. She was dressed as a dragon. And I will, I'm interjecting because I was facing the people coming in and Ange didn't know what was happening. Right. And of course I had resting bitch face. Cause like, what the fuck is yeah, happening? Yeah, so she was giving her Eeyore stink face. <laughs> I was, but I wasn't sure. I could tell this girl was like coming in, coming in hot to our table. I'm like, Uh-oh. Yeah, she's probably hammered. It they was probably like 6 been, Yeah, they've been probably day drinking all day. So anyways. And so she was dressed as a dragon. And I guess Limber was giving her Eeyore stink face. And she was like, I'm sorry. I just came from a Game of Thrones party. That's why I'm dressed like this. And we're like, why are you apologizing? And she was like, oh, you guys were looking at me weird. (laughs) No, Aaron was looking at you. What was happening? She came in a little hot. So anyway, so we started talking to her. And she ends up being really sweet and just like 
really nice. I don't know. I connected with her. I, I started vibing with her, and I, and it turns out, and I'm like, well, it's your birthday weekend. You're vibing with everybody. Well, just still love this. <laughs> well, no, and it, I, it turns out, I was like, you know, you're so sweet, because then she starts talking about her friends and her man and like just all these things, and I was like, man, I'm just really connecting with you. I, I think you're awesome, like whatever. And, and she's like, oh, I'm a special ed teacher. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's why you know how to speak to people and like me. And was like, you get me. Yeah, I'm like that's why. So then I'm really gonna. Sh- no one else can hear this or see this on the on the podcast, but I'm gonna reenact what she did. So she's talking to Ange yeah. like this, coming she's around. standing. And then as soon as she talks about being a special ed teacher, and Ange like looks her in the eye, she's like, no wonder why you get me. She's like, gets down she to her level. She kneels down. So then I feel empowered, and I wow. felt really good. It worked. <laughs> It worked. It was hilarious. She made me feel of worth. <laughs> it was cute. Her husband was uh, dressed as Khaleesi. He had this pretty major wig on. Uh, I asked him if he's going to show us his boobs, and he didn't. So he was kind of, uh, that's part of Khaleesi. You show the boobs. So anyway, this, oh, and then the birthday boy. Whoa. The birthday boy was dressed as Tyrion, which was awesome. His name was really Ira, and he was, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm just saying what he looked like. He was a black man, tall black man with a beard, with a like a Tyrion wig, uh, wig on <laughs> and he had a hand he had hand of the queen pin on and pin, um, oh, Char doesn't know but anyway oh you oh you don't watch I don't watch remember oh, for fuck's sake you'll okay, never well, remember never mind but I know most of what everyone you're referring else is to because everyone else was just, it was just really funny but was, uh, no that's but what I was so doing I was going to one for the people that was Tyrion and your sister told him that he should get on his knees yeah. Anyway, it was uh, and, uh, that spawned we a even, whole other conversation. This was just like happy hour. <laughs> this was like the this beginning was even of the night. Later, anyways. <laughs> but anyway, so that spawned. There's one character on Game of Thrones, uh, the Khaleesi Daenerys Targaryen. Stormborn. She has like all these names, like the Mother of Dragons, Queen of the Sullied, or I don't even remember all her fucking names. First Something of, of the um, first unburnt. of her name. Yeah, Queen of the Unburnt or whatever. So she has all these names. So we're like, oh, we should have like a list of names for each other. I don't know, know if we should. You said that you wanted to do this. So let's yeah, just be Yeah, I was honest. like, let's make names for each other. So She is Captain Party after so all. So we came up with names for Limber. <laughs> you have to read your own also. So uh, we came up with Queen of Size. She's, uh, I mean, anybody <laughs> that knows her, it's like, oh, how was your day? <sighs> Like it, any question you ask her is met I'm with a sign. I'm carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. What so do you queen want from of me? size, E of or. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> but one. But that would also go for you. Because I call her Eeyore. Because now you're part of that club. Mother of Will. Her dog's Duh. name is Will. Yeah. And my favorite, poops in a bush. No, I thought it was shitter, <laughs> shitter of pants. Oh. <laughs> well, I like I like poops in a bush too. Yeah, I like shitter of pants. You like you Fart. like that one better? <laughs> Farts of a great. <laughs> Well, farts. Jeff's, Jeff's the one that's all about farts. He's like father of farts. Yeah, so my names were... Father... Uh, my names were Captain of Party, yes. Keeper of Horns. She has you the, felt my horns. Yes. I have hidden horns. Last of her name, because I'm the fifth, fifth of five kids. Breaker of eight balls. <laughs> she plays ball. Jeez. And then dances with fire. Not as funny. So it we got to cut then. Your yeah. sister's was good too. We got to come up with some for Char. Yeah. Although she won't get it. She won't get the. I won't get it. So I'll just go with. Oh, no, okay. It's not so about getting it. Like, the best is Ange. Us. Ange's are always gonna be like, like, 
real nice, and then mine are like shitty. So, <laughs> well, give me some new information about you, and we'll uh, give you a new name. How about a badass producer, queen of the podcast? I don't know, like some queen of, of the pod, queen of the pod, hot potty. See, I can't do this with her. Anyways, anyways, we didn't even, before we get to your birthday too, we didn't even talk about the Booksmart cast and Olivia Wilde and our friend of the show. And I hope the audio comes out kind of okay. W. Kamau Bell was back on our show um, who gave me a hug and I love him. It's been a life. It's funny because after our interview with Olivia Wilde, and the cast of well, set Booksmart. That up. Set up what that was. was. We've never had this many people in no. the studio. No. We had six people, plus Aaron and I. Um, Given 15 minutes, but then shrunk down to about 11 and a half, maybe. I gave you guys about 12 and a half. Okay, thank you. Well, we also weren't going to be assholes and get into Dana's time, so. No, no well, they were, they were actually giving us the full 15, but then... Uh, I wanted to make sure we had time to exactly, you know, like take pictures and do all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So I was, I, I actually am getting a reputation for being the only person that actually is mindful of publicist times. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. It matters. And that matters. And we want to uh, keep getting offered these things. Yeah, so. you always want to be on a publicist good I side. I will respect. Because you also have to remember publicists and then personal publicists. Those personal publicists work with other actors and actresses and people right. as well. So they'll remember our name. And that we're fucking rad. Anyways, go ahead, Ange. No, so it, not only was it a room full of beautiful people, um, all of them. Sweetest one of them started ever. taking off their clothing. That was oh, interesting. Oh, Nico's, Nico's a trip. That guy's crazy. You know crazy. what's funny? He remembered me from... Um, Skate Kitchen. Skate Kitchen. Yeah, he told her. Oh, he was there. Like, yeah. before, before we started the interview, I he's totally like... I totally forgot about that. I met that. you last time with Skate Kitchen, and I was like, oh my I God, forgot. that I was I didn't even put you. that together. Yeah, he was the dude sitting in the corner. That's right. Yeah. And I rem- after I heard him say that to you... And I remember you saying, yeah, there was a dude there, but he was sitting in the corner. Did He He didn't say anything, right? No, there was they, a part, gave him, they gave him a shout out from afar. There was a part where they was like, Nico's over here. And then... Because but, he's a professional I don't even skater, remember so. his name. Right, it was right. like, that was yeah. that was actually the most people we've actually ever had to try but to have on mic. But not, not in the studio. not in the studio. Well, and, and so anyway, they were all sweet and beautiful and just what oh, well, great answers. And Nico signed the wall like... Uh, our, what did he say? He put like Ari motherfucking gato <laughs> something on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we were doing the interview, and I look over, and his velour uh, jacket was like opened all the way. And this kid's 19, maybe full six pack. He probably doesn't do anything for that six pack. He probably drinks six packs, but still has a six pack. Oh like, yeah, you know oh, yeah, he, you knew he tied one on last night for sure. Oh, he was. He was, but he's sweet, sweet as fuck. And I had no idea that Mason Gooding is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s uh, son. Thanks for everyone for telling me. Oh, Why? I didn't know either. Why I did thought everybody knew. Oh, I had no clue. I thought it was on press notes or something. Because I. <laughs> Why would Why would we know? She knew. Didn't tell oh. us. Sorry. I'm glad I didn't well, Google that stuff. It makes stuff, sense though. now because yes. he's beautiful, gorgeous, so, and I sweet mean, as pie. He's like a young boy, but he's so cute. And so he's like a young boy. He is a young boy. (laughs) And he like, I mean, all of them were just so well mannered when they walked in. Yes, shook our hands. Everyone was very nice. Well, well, you guys missed it because, or I don't know if you guys saw the pictures, but he's uh, Nico straight up 
took his shirt off. Um, yeah, I noticed so, that in Dana's interview. I'm like, so he's Dana's like half naked. He was basically, he had no shirt on. So all the pictures I have in the video that yes, I have. Yes, I know. In the second I one. saw that. Anyway, it was magical. And after the interview, Olivia Wilde said it was the their best interview. Yeah. And they just came from South by Southwest. Yeah. They're on a press junket. Yep. And and she's Olivia Wilde. I mean, this is not her first rodeo. We work hard. We work yeah, hard. Yeah, I was hard for that. To, um, not money. But. I was talking about it, and I was yes. like, it's weird because even at Sundance, like people are like, oh, thank you for watching. Thank you for. And I think that's like the main difference. I mean, sure, maybe we're good interviewers. I don't know, but I think the main difference is. We actually watch, we do our homework, and like we give a shit. Those are the I and mean, we think all of, and I we can... think about our questions. Sure, I mean, I, I'm just like people get paid to do this, and it's like their full time job, and yep. they interview these same people that we interview. Yeah, but we still get these this feedback from them. Yeah, and I'm like, what's the difference? I, I'm just trying to understand. I don't know. But anyway, I appreciate it, and it felt really good. And when Lim, uh, Aaron and I were walking out, I was, we were like, this is just our life now. Like, all right, that was a good Olivia Wilde interview. Yeah, Have a good see day. you later. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Off to work. <laughs> but uh, super grateful. It's been, the interviews we've been yeah. lucky enough to get have been awesome lately. Yeah, so. and then I, uh, I interviewed uh, the director of Ask Dr. Ruth. Yesterday, his name's Ryan White. And uh, he, was, he was a pleasure. I had 25 full minutes, and it scared the shit out of me because I didn't have Angela there, but it went, it went pretty well, I think. So um, that'll be coming out soon because Ask Dr. Ruth, I believe, will be released on Hulu in May. So watch out for that. So speaking of the amazing things that we've gotten to do for Bitch Talk lately, let's talk about where we are right now. I know. We're hanging out at the mill yes. in Deviz, yep. uh, in the heart of the city, celebrating a man who has already been on this show, who we all pretty much look up to and, and really respect, Steven Satterfeld. We're celebrating the fourth issue of uh, Whetstone Magazine, which is really putting magazines back on the map. I mean, he's really revolutionizing. It's super beautiful. What it's a like magazine you can't, can I, be. You can't put it, into words how no. lovely these things look. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's a, an experience. It's going the National Geographic. I was just thinking the exact same food. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it sorry. reminds me of when, you know, when we were younger, when we, yes. when, in the olden days, when we were kids. In the old days. When, you know, magazines and, you know, things had like this real like life, life quality life to them. Magazine yeah. What I love, what I love about this magazine is, so they're highlighting all these different cultures in, in, in the world and communities, but behind the scenes, they're also building their own community. And I feel like because behind the scenes mirrors uh, the product, that's what makes it so powerful and that's what makes the connection so honest and it takes a man like him full of heart to be able to express what this magazine expresses it's just on a level of its own i agree so anyway i think you're really going to love this interview because we only had a few minutes with him as you can imagine he's the man of the hour he was kind enough to give us some of his time he's a busy man i know you're gonna love this interview he's an amazing guy enjoy Steven Satterfield of Whetstone Magazine. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are at your fourth edition launch party here at the Mill yep. on Deviz yep. in the city. Indeed. Um, talk to us about the fourth edition and, and what's in this magazine. Um, well, the fourth edition, like volumes one through three, are all about global gastronomy. 
So it's all about uh, food cultures from around the world. This particular edition is pretty far flung. We go to Armenia, Belize, New Mexico, Indonesia, which is the cover story, Baja, Egypt, New York, Mexico City, and Peru. Sounds terrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> again, again, I, I those places sound terrible. I mean, as a vicarious journey, I have to confess that I've not been to all the places. But you've been to. I mean, I've been most? to a chunk, and I, I was able to help facilitate the stories. Uh, but yeah, it leaves a lot up to the imagination. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the cool thing is. Uh, even for people that have been to these locations, mm-hmm. they'll read this magazine and learn something that they had no idea was going on. Yeah. And I feel like that's what makes Whetstone so special. Um, you call it a journal of yeah. food origins and culture. I think journal is the perfect word for this because there's such intimate portrayals that even if you have been to these countries, even if you do know something of these foods and these cultures, you're still going to learn something more. Thank you. That's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the promise of the magazine on on one hand you know um i believe a lot in aesthetics so there's a lot of beautiful photography and original art um but i I mean exactly as you're saying like it's also important that once people decide to commit to reading which a lot of people don't no shade but a lot of people don't read anymore which is fine Um, but if people do want to commit to reading then we want to make sure that there's there's uh, that there's something there to meet them, and really uh, not just like satisfy, but really kind of push their intellectual curiosity about places that they've gone before. Mm-hmm. And it's also about accessibility, right? Yeah. Because people that haven't been to these places, I haven't been to most of these places. She has, though. She loves Belize. Uh, (laughs) Among others. But it's but it's looking at this magazine and reading the stories and probably hearing things you've never heard. Yeah. That um, I don't know. It's something special that you're doing. I I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I'm trying to I'm just trying to use this. I'm really working hard to build this platform. You know, that's really talk about that. because You mentioned it up there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in addition to the the magazine, uh, we also are producing original short films. Um, we are working on, like yourself, some exciting audio projects. Uh, we are working um, with many of our contributors and creative partners uh, in a creative services part of our business. And you know, a lot of those extra parts of the business is really just about us being able to sustain and survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the longer um, you know, I continue in this work, the more committed I become to the work and the more I feel like it's really essential for something like Whetstone to exist and my motivation is doing whatever I need to do getting on my hustle to make sure we can exist Um, so a lot of the art uh, and the writing and just kind of all the rigor behind it uh, is also inspiring me in the same way it is for people who are coming to it but I know for me personally like Sometimes I'm moved by film and images. Sometimes I'm moved by the intimacy of audio. Sometimes I'm on the beach and I maybe want to read with a journal and be in a tactile place. So we just want to make sure that we can satisfy um, the way that humans are dynamic and their curiosity. And um, we know kind of who we are and what we want to put in the world. So we're just trying to put that on every single platform where people engage. It's really a movement is what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> the other question I... Oh, you no, have go ahead. Question. 
No, when do you sleep? That's the question I always <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of moving, you're like, yeah, yeah like a shark. Sharks never stop moving. <laughs> yeah, you're a shark. Yeah. Do you, you know what it is? It's like... Do you uh, carve out time for yourself? Um, I speak really slowly, as you probably noticed. A lot of I, a lot of people comment on how slowly I talk or move around. So I'm all I don't sleep that much, but I conserve a lot of my energy. Mm. So it's more like a perpetual, but measured movement. It's like a groove. A groove. You found your groove. Yeah, I'm in a groove. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Steven Satterfield, so nice to have you on the program again. Thank you We're so gonna much, let you Aaron. go and uh, talk yeah, to the talk to, to the people. Respectful. And um, thanks for carving out some time yeah, for us because you're this you're the guy to talk to here. No, and I know pleasure. I know this you got people fun. waiting for you. Yeah. No, I love bitch talk. Like oh. I said, we'll have you back in the studio. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah we'll do it proper. Thanks, Steven. All Thank right. you. Thank you. That was the co-founder of Whetstone Media, Steven Satterfield. Um, best friend of the show he's just a he's a sweetheart he is community and um, we're really lucky to have him on the show again we're lucky to be at his launch party um, and I want to thank him for letting me bombard him like last minute via Instagram messenger and I'm like so the whole crew's coming we're just gonna set up some uh, mics and then if you want to hop on great and he did and uh, maybe we'll be on Whetstone Media who knows maybe he has room for bitch talk who knows who knows? Everybody's got a little room for some bitch talk. That's true. And don't forget, you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where all our socials, episodes, photos, bios are. And you can also find us at bff.fm every Monday morning from 530 to 6 a.m. Bitch, please. <laughs>